first bells of Rebsar Sholem of Bells was uh, once Mutter Shabbos Lichas. He decided to go and visit the house of a Jew who was a tailor who almost never showed up in Shul, completely disconnected from the Jewish community. And he decided to go see what he's doing. He went with his wagon driver to the edge of the town. The tailor lived a little bit away from the community. And when the Belzerov got off the wagon, he went to the window to see what's inside. <clears throat> the Gabai who came with the Belzerov joined him and saw the same thing that this tailor was sitting by the table and there was a cup of vodka, a full cup in front of him. On the other side of the table, there was another cup of vodka as if someone was sitting on the other side, but there was no one there. Then they noticed that this tailor is taking the cup of vodka and raises it up and he's speaking upwards with his eyes towards heaven and he's mumbling some words. They couldn't hear what he said. And then he gulped down the entire cup of 96% of vodka. Then he gets up from his seat, goes around the table to the other end, and sits down on that seat on the opposite end, and he takes the cup and lifts it up again and looks up to Hashem and says, mumbles some words, and then drinks the whole cup. The Belzerov saw this, he went back into the wagon, went back to to his house. In the morning, they came for Slichas. And suddenly, the Gabbai sees that this poor um, tailor, who they visited last night, of course, unbeknownst to the tailor, is showing up for Slichas. They hadn't seen him in years. So the Gabbai couldn't resist the urge, and he went over to the tailor and said, Tell me, I'll tell you a secret. The Rebbe and I were watching you last night through the window, and we were wondering what you were doing. Why were you having two cups of vodka? Why did you have to put one on one side of the table and the other on the other side of the table? And then you mumbled some words, and then you got up from your seat and went to the other side, as if you are now another person, and again, you picked up the second cup. What was what went on there? So the tailor told him like this. I made a good living. And many of the lords and noblemen in the area would hire me to sew up the clothes for their wives and daughters, for their sons, for themselves. And I made a very good living. Couldn't complain. And I'm a simple Jew. And I knew that if Hashem gives me Parnassa, I have to be grateful. So I decided not only am I putting on tefillin every day and keeping kosher in my own uh, way, I'm also going to add something. And I said to Hillam, you know, the daily Tehillim for every day. And uh, I would say it every day because I felt I owe Hashem uh, something for the great fortune that he's given me. But then one day, one of the noblemen stopped uh, contracting with me. Apparently, he found another tailor, which he liked better, and he used him instead. So I lost some of my income.
some of my steady income had been uh, declining now. And uh, I was very upset. And I said, God, Rabbi if you're not nice to me, then I'll have to reciprocate that. So from now on, I'll say a little less to him. Instead of saying five chapters, I'll only go to say three chapters. A few months went by. Another lord, another nobleman stopped using me. Now I lost even more money. I had less income. So I said, Rabbi listen, we have a deal. You're nice to me, I'm nice to you. I'm losing more money. I'm going to cut back more of my Tehillim. And so the next month, another lord um, decided to cut me out of his of his life, and I, I was left with even less money. Then I said, Hashem, I'm not saying Tehillim anymore. That's it. Yeah. A few months went by, and another pirate dropped me, and now I said, Hashem, listen, if you're going to do this to me, I'm going to stop putting on tefillin. Stop putting on tefillin. And so that's what I did. Tit for tat. A few months went by again. Another Lord. My, my, my parnasa went down to an all-time minimum. So if you're going in that direction, pretty soon I'm going to drop all of Yiddishkeit and do nothing. That's exactly what happened. I dropped everything and my parasa went down, down, down till I had almost nothing left. Then I realized it's, it's the night Shabbos before Slichas and Rosh Hashanah is coming and I decided to make up with him. Make up with Hashem. So I decided, you know what, Hashem and I are going to have to drink a lachayim. We're going to renew our contract. And I poured him a cup and I poured myself a cup. And I lifted my cup up and I said, it's a new year coming. Listen, let bygones be bygones. I'll forgive you for everything that you did to me. You forgive me for abandoning Torah and Mitzvahs. From now on, I'll be nice to you and you'll be nice to me and everything will be fine. And to that, I drank and finished my cup. But then I realized that God is not going to drink his cup. So I decided to go there and drink it for him. So I went around the table and took his cup and said, God, from now on, everything is clear. I'm forgiving you. You're forgiving me. I'm going to now start committing myself to be a good Jew. And you promise that you will raise my Parnassah again. And so I came this morning to Slichas because from now on, I'm starting a new a page in my life I and Hashem have made up last night and now we're in cahoots the guy went to the Belzerov and told him what this uh, tailor had just told him so the Belzerov said ah now I understand the reason I went to, to his house to see what he was doing because there was a commotion in the heavens all the Malachim wanted to hear and watch how this posh the simple Jew was negotiating with God a good and sweet year and he promised to be a good Jew and this, the tamimis, the simplicity and sincerity and innocence, the innocence that he did it with was so precious in the heavens that it made a huge impact and I wanted to watch this now I understand what went on in the heavens <laughs>